0: Hello everyone, if you notice this week I hopefully sound a little healthier and I also have a name. So those are two really exciting things. Today I am going to be continuing with our car analogy. We're getting into the manual. We're getting into our glove box and we're getting our manual, which is our full natal chart and we're going to be learning how to interpret that and in reading it. So basically your natal chart is a snapshot of where all of the planets were when you were born. And while their location matters at all moments, the snapshot and the, the natal chart is a really good way to learn about yourself as an individual because the planets represent a type of energy And the sign that the planet is in when you're born is a really helpful hint of how that energy should be channeled. And the signs are all ruled by planets. That's where they get their characteristics from. It's kind of confusing and astrology, I mean, I have only really been into it for like less than a year and a half. Over a year, not quite a year and a half. So this stuff is still relatively new to me and I'm excited to continue learning about this stuff because it's a lot more than just your sun sign. I know people get upset and say it's so vague, it could apply to anyone and when you're just looking at probably a lot of the horoscopes and stuff you see on social media, it is vague. And that's because you can't you can't really do a lot with astrology and get super complex with it unless you're just doing it at an individual level because there's so many different parts. It's Astrology is like a language. It's like learning a new language. You know, you have to worry about how the heck do you pronounce the words, and then once you learn how to pronounce them, you need to learn what they mean, and then you have to build sentences and follow grammatical structure. There's a lot going on in a language, and so it's not something that's just super easy. It's also not super easy to explain. So I'm gonna try and keep it as basic as possible that way that when you look up your own natal chart you'll at least kind of know how to begin to read it and understand it because we're kind of like sponges we can only absorb a certain amount of information. So that's kind of what I'm wanting to do today is just a really quick brief introduction of how to read your natal chart and then kind of how to apply it into your everyday life because I think people, and I was one of those people, like to ask very specific questions when it comes to astrology and it's like, you know, what should I be when I grow up or, you know, what, whatever it is, people think that there's like a concrete answer and that's just not really the case. There's things that you're more inclined to and, you know, naturally you have strengths and inclinations and learning about all of that will help point you in the right direction. But again, there is no destination. Life is just a constant journey. It's just never-ending motion. So I don't think you should really be worried about where you're going as much as just making sure you're headed in the right direction. And that's kind of what this helps with. So let's just get into it. Um, The Earth represents the individual. Our earthly experience is thought to be kind of a reflection of the heavens, or what we now call the cosmos, which if you think about it, before technology allowed us to have an understanding of what the planets were, people referred to them as gods, because they were just these large floating lights that moved, and their positions changed, and their brightness changed, and it seemed to affect daily life. So the sun sign is the sign that you probably if you know any part of your natal chart it's probably this one. You probably know your sun sign. It represents your conscious mind, your ego, your sense of purpose, your vitality, will to live, creative life force, our inner adult that kind of filters our inner child. It's the final decision maker. Your moon sign represents your unconscious mind, your emotions, motherly instincts, deepest needs, habits, reactions. Your mercury is your overall sense of connectedness, um, connection to nature. It's most commonly known as um, the sign that rules communication and travel. It's a bit more unemotional and curious, and it's kind of considered the new rising sign because through technology, people tend to meet people through emails or texts, and our communication style is ruled by our Mercury sign. So that's kind of now how we're being introduced to people, and I think that's a really interesting point. Your Venus sign is love, money, fertility, beauty, it's what makes us happy, it's our artistic inclinations, Um, it's where our personal taste comes from. Your Mars sign is what makes us tick, it's what evokes our anger, it's aggression, it's war, it's sexuality and sexual aggression and it's, you know, our drive. And then we also have interpersonal planets, the ones I just described, those are personal planets, I'll explain the rising sign in a bit. But then we move on to interpersonal planets, Uh, Jupiter. It's known as the mentor, the priest. It represents luck and expansion. Saturn is the disciplinarian. It's the father figure. It's more of a masculine energy. It represents karma, justice, how we limit ourselves. It takes 28 years to come back to a sign, so people around your age are kind of learning the same things you are. It's, it's your class in this universe. Next is Uranus, and that one is the planet of uniqueness, originality, abrupt change. It goes into retrograde, so it takes 84 years to make it through all of the signs. And it spends about 7 years in each sign, so it again, like Saturn, is kind of a generational planet. It affects a large group. I think that's an interesting kind of thing to point out is that as technology advances and we can learn about these planets that, you know, were not able to be seen in ancient years, it kind of is a good reflection of our expanding consciousness. And if you notice, these planets affect more than just you individually, it affects groups and generations, and I think that that's a really interesting little metaphor. So next up is Neptune, and Neptune is the planet of psychic dreams, illusions, mysticism, spirituality, and then Pluto is death, rebirth, the subconscious, and then you have your rising sign, which I was actually trying to find a really Good explanation of how this is calculated because the next ones that I talk about they're super interesting and I just have really started getting into this little group but I'm not really like all the angles and how they're calculated you'll have to just look that up yourself because I've not found a really good way to explain it so your rising sign is is a really personal one you this is what your birth time known for but it's kind of the mask that you present to people. It's your facade. It's kind of, and it's kind of like a default. Like, I've really paid attention to this. I have a Scorpio rising. And like I said, that can be called, I don't know if I said this or not, actually. But it's also referred to as your ascendant sign. So I have a Scorpio rising. And, and one of the things, you know, I either come across as really charming or really cold and I'm a little intense I guess but I really started noticing that that is when I'm around a stranger I immediately am either just could could talk their face off or I don't say a word and I'm not really sure I'm assuming like my intuition like there's a reason for that but I just thought that that was kind of interesting It's your persona. Then the opposite of your ascendant, because if you I'm a visual person, so it helps me to visualize the astrological wheel, which I'm going to post on Instagram because again, I just like to visual like visually see it. It helps make sense. So if you look at astrology as kind of like a clock and the planets are the hands on the clock kind of moving through the signs um, and through the different houses, which are, you know, the numbers. Every, you know, 9 is opposite of 3. And so that's kind of how you think about, you know, your, with your rising sign, you have your ascendant sign. And then you have your descendant sign. So it's like the complete opposite. It is the 9 o'clock to the 3 o'clock. So the opposite sign of Scorpio, so my descendant would be Taurus. That's the opposite of Scorpio. And your descendant is how you react in your relationships, and it's who you're attracted to. So your midheaven is your ultimate life goal, career aspirations, public reputation, the fake self um, that we kind of build up, that we feel we're creating. It's, It's your public you. Which means that the opposite of that, so you know, the three o'clock to that would be the I believe it's pronounced Nadir N-A-D-I-R. And that is your most quiet and your most personal self. That's how you act when you know no one else is watching. It's your authentic self. And then you have points of your chart, which are called your north node and your south node and Like, your south node is what people refer to as your karmic link, like your past life, and your north node kind of points to the direction you're going. For me, my north node, and these are obviously opposites of one another, so my north node is in Virgo, and my south node is in Pisces. So, in order to kind of move towards what I want in life, even if I don't know what it is, I know... Okay, North Node is in Virgo, which means I need structure and routine and discipline and boundaries. And I just learned about this last week, actually. And oh, my Lord, if that is not the truth, I'm actually really working on that now. And life has kind of shifted to adjust with that. It definitely heard me, um, heard me learning about this, noticed me learning about this, and has shifted to give me that structure and stability that I need. I'm also reading The Alchemist right now, which I recommend to everyone, but I'm sure you've seen quotes from it, you know, when you want something, the universe conspires um, to make that happen. And even if you don't know what you want, you at least know a direction that you want to go. And that is kind of a really good way to look at these, um, like the midheaven, is a really good way to kind of hone in on what your goals are, even if you don't know specifically. And then your north node is kind of okay. You don't, you might not know exactly what you want, but you know that this is kind of where you want to go. This is what you need to do to fulfill that. Um, and so again, for me, that was structure and boundaries, south nodes in Pisces. So Pisces is a very empathetic. It's a water sign. Um, my Venus is in Pisces as well. So for me, it's, it's very important. Back to the sponge analogy, because I love analogies. Like for me, if I'm around someone, I have to be careful. Am I absorbing the energy that they're projecting onto me? It's very difficult being a very empathetic person to keep up those boundaries and be a mirror. You know, reflect that back to them. Don't absorb it. Don't, you know, take their negativity. Just reflect it back and be like, hey, maybe the problem is in this mirror here. And maybe it's you. And maybe you could fix your problems. I can't fix your problems, but you can. Here they are. I can help, but... I'm not the problem. And so boundaries are really important for me. But those are some really good uh, things, again, that I just recently stumbled upon. And I think that that's a really good way, again, to look at astrology, because it's so open to interpretation. And it's, it's just vague enough that you don't it doesn't give you a direction. There's no sign on here that's like, you were meant to be CEO of some large corporation that you start, you know, whatever. It's just, here's your skills. Here's how to channel them. You'll get to wherever you're going. But the second you try and limit it by by giving yourself a direction or a destination or a very specific goal, you're already just putting a cap on what you can do. It's just be open. And I promise you're going to get further than you even thought was possible. No one who has achieved great things started out knowing that they were going to achieve that. You know, I love the CEO of Spank. She's an awesome woman. I listened to uh, a podcast where they were interviewing her and she, oh my gosh, I'm like her biggest fan. She was talking about how she would consult with the universe and how her team just kind of thought she was insane. They didn't know what the heck she meant by that. And then five years later, Spanx is huge. I mean, they didn't have to do any advertising for like the first 16 years. She's a billionaire. Now all of her team members are coming up like, what does that like? How do I consult with the universe? Um, I don't think that that woman knew when she was 16 that she was going to start a Spanx line, and that that was going to be her ultimate dream, but she knew. She had kind of a spiritual awakening, I think when she was like 16 or something like that, and she just always knew that she was going to do something big. But she had no clue what it was, she like sold printers or something for seven years, cold calling. But always knew, like she would visualize herself on Oprah, and she knew that she'd be on Oprah one day those like those types of things are very real like you just have to trust what you visualize and what you like that's what you're manifesting in your life so whatever your attention and focus on your attention is your intention and your attention is going towards two whether you realize it or not that is where your energy is going so pay attention to your intentions and your attention whatever you visualize, as long as you're, you know, on the right path, you're going to get there. You don't need to know how the specifics, you know, how am I going to do this? Don't worry about that. That's silly to worry about. Just focus on what is in your control now, and do you feel like you're going in the right direction? And that's all you really have to worry about. So all the planets rule... A sign, and that again is how the sign gets its characteristics. The Sun rules Leo, which makes sense. Leo is a fire sign. It's you know very bold, courageous. It's a leader. It's a masculine energy. It's the lion of the zodiac. Um, moon controls Cancer. Cancer is a feminine sign. It's a water sign. Um, it's, again, more emotional. Mercury rules Gemini and Virgo. Gemini is an air sign, and all the Geminis that I know are very busy people. Um, Virgo is an earth sign, very analytical. Um, both are kind of more unemotional in a sense, kind of curious. Venus rules Taurus and Libra, both of which, um you know, love aesthetics, love beauty, love comfort, love art. Uh, Taurus is an earth sign, so practicality is a really big thing. Stability is a big thing. Libras are air signs, so they're moving, they're diplomatic, they love balance. Mars rules Aries and Scorpio. Aries is a fire sign. It's, you know, also got some leader qualities. Scorpio is... Kind of more mystical. Scorpio is also ruled by Pluto. So death and life and all that kind of stuff. The transformation of that is a, is a really big theme for Scorpios. Um, Jupiter is rule, ruled by Sagittarius, which is another fire sign. I don't know a lot of Sagittarius people, honestly. I, I think my grandparents are. They love to travel. I do know that. Free spirits love to travel. Saturn is in Capricorn, uh, masculine, energy, very disciplined, very ambitious. Uranus rules Aquarius. Aquarians are unique little aliens. They are a little bit detached, a little bit more unemotional. They're the humanitarians. It's through that objectivity, I think, of being detached that makes them such good humanitarians. I I know in my chart, air signs are the least of what I have in me, which is probably why I'm surrounded by air signs. But Aquarius actually has a huge uh, influence in my chart, just the different positions of it. Um, Even though I don't have personal planets in it, it still plays a big role. But that's, again, a little bit more complex than I'm wanting to get in today. Uh, Neptune rules Pisces, so Pisces is similar to what Neptune rules, Pisces is also a bit mystical, spiritual, um, I always think of Janae Iko because she's a Pisces and I love her music, but she just really embodies that, Neptune or Pisces is also a feminine sign, it's a water sign. Almost childlike. Aquarius is known to have a childlike energy, which I definitely know that to be true. I love Aquarians. Pisces, I think, also has a little bit of that. They're kind of dreamy, ideal- idealistic group, um, which can get you in trouble, as I know from my south node in Pisces. So, Pisces, make sure you keep your boundaries up. And then Pluto rules Scorpio. Um, Scorpio is ruled by Mars and uh, Pluto, and again, that's like the death, rebirth, subconscious, Scorpio is all about that transformation. So that is just a very quick crash course in astrology and kind of beginning to understand the planet's role, the planet's influence on the signs. It kind of just is beginning to introduce the language the the words and their definitions and then we can get into the grammatical structure of this next time you know talking about what the heck a fixed sign is um you know a cardinal sign we have the earth fire water all the all of those other parts that i just didn't want to overwhelm everyone at least those who are who are new to it so, for my little channeled message for today, um, New Moon is in Leo. It's the Lionsgate Portal 88. Um, so, right now, it's just a really good time. I made a post about this, but to set your intentions, as I mentioned earlier, I went on a tangent about this, you know, what you focus on, you you probably aren't even aware of what you focus on which is why meditation is so huge if you sit and you just meditation it sounds it sounds a lot harder than it is and i remember i hated trying it but meditation is simply observing yourself like your thoughts like paying attention to what pops into your brain because your thoughts are not really you And I'm not even going to get into all of that today, but just trust me, your thoughts stop identifying with that voice in your head. You filter the content. It is a stream no different than like a Twitter TL. You know, you let in what types of energy, what types of feed. I mean, I just cleared the Daily Mail off of my Snapchat feed because I hated just the little clickbaits. I hate the... Just gross negativity, that kind of stuff. But your brain is no different. Um, You are not your thoughts. That's just a continuous feed that you can slowly clear up and change and control. But meditation is just kind of the intro to just sitting and observing your thoughts. So pay attention to where your energy, where your attention is at all times. You know, what are you focused on? Is it you or is it outside of you? Um so really yeah set your intentions for this month which a lot of people probably are like what I don't even know what that means and I don't know what that means either that's up to you what do you want this next upcoming month to be and maybe it's just starting to become more aware of yourself or maybe there's a project you want to start whatever it is doesn't matter Just really make sure that you're moving with confidence and courage and self-love. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. Some homework today is look up your full natal chart. Ask your mom for your birth time. You don't have to have it, but it is important. But yeah, look up your natal chart. Some really helpful apps. Um, Astro Future is a really good one. It kind of is like... A cosmic forecast it shows what the planets are up to right now and how that's affecting you in comparison to your birth chart and then the pattern is a really really good one love that one it's probably my favorite but yeah and then again next week we will get into a little bit deeper astrology topics and I will on my Instagram accounts be posting some helpful visuals to kind of help to see it if you're like me and need to see it it makes more sense in a picture that's great I'll do that um be sure to let your friends or family know about this if you have anyone that's kind of interested and also please literally reach out like just let me know if there's things you want clarification on, um, things you want me to speak more on. I really want this to be kind of interactive because I want people to learn as much as they can and learn what they want to know. So with that being said, everyone have a great week and I will see you next Tuesday.